Um, let's rock and roll. Let's get let's get rolling. I hate this thing. I keep hitting it. Why are you pointing? I'm not it a head? thing. <laughs> it's in the way, and I keep hitting it. I'm sorry. I I tried to get ones that were less in the way. If anybody makes a pop filter that isn't on a gooseneck and can just mount to the microphones we use, which are end address broadcast microphones, then hit us up for sponsorship because we'd love to try out your product. And we'll review it with five stars whether or not we like it. That's not true. Bardic Mystery Tour is a 5th edition D&D actual play about a rock and roll band who solves mysteries while they're out on tour. I'm Ed, and I'll be your DM. Hi, I'm Emily, and I'm playing a mellow blue Fearbolg. If you're unfamiliar, Fearbolgs are nature-loving half-giants, and this one is a lore bard who plays the tub bass and fights and walks with his shepherd's crook. Hi, I'm Brayton, and I'm playing Staff, the changeling bard. Staff has a secret identity, and his party doesn't know about him being a changeling. So uh, his party thinks that he is Roger Stewart, the guitar player, who most recently admitted to everybody that he wasn't actually British, and that had just been an act. So hopefully, moving forward, we can all trust each other more. Hi, I'm Nora, and I'm playing Soft Wind in the Trees, or Windy for short. Windy's a snow leopard tabaxi who's a rock and ukulele player and street performer who knows her way around a strange city. She's looking forward to making it big and then retiring to the appropriately temperate snowy mountains. The band finds themselves wandering down the road in the forested countryside. On the road, you come across a small farmer's cart on the side of the road that says, like, berries for sale, two copper per bushel. Uh, What's I- a bushel? That's pretty big. It's like a size. You it's don't buy way like bigger a, than a peck. I'll tell you that. You don't buy a bushel of berries, right? That's like yeah, that's no, a you, lot. You, you buy could. a peck. You buy a peck. What's a peck? What's that little green basket you get at? That's the a peck. That's a quart. A peck is a quart. I don't know. Well, sure. It might be a pint or a pint or a pinto if it's beans. Then there's another sign that's stuck in the ground. It's like a clearly they take it home with them every day. It says. Fimbledello's fresh fruit. What kind of fruit do they have? And there's a forest gnome that's wearing, like, farmer's overalls and a straw hat. Aww. Sitting in, like, a, one of those old lawn chairs. It's, like, the woven belts. Mm-hmm. And it has, like, the aluminum frame that makes that weird noise. That very familiar noise to everyone that's ever had that exact lawn chair or a dozen of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll put, we'll sample, we'll put the sample in. You'll never find that sample on the internet. My phone says a peck is 2.327 U.S. liquid gallons, which makes it seem like a lot more than I thought. Yeah, that's not a peck. A bushel is like when you make your arms hug an area. Depends on how big your arms are. And then this tall, and I make another gesture. You know those round baskets with the wire handles? Yeah, that's a bushel. I think that the bushel is like whenever you buy apples at an apple farm and they're like, how many apples do you want? A bushel? You get a bushel of apples. Yeah, but how many is that? You're probably getting a peck because a bushel is 9.3 gallons. Yeah, that's about this big. Nine gallons. You kidding me? You ever make beer? Yeah, one time in this podcast. I don't know. I've used five gallon buckets for mixing mortar. Yeah, you think you have two of those? No, I think I have one point like nine of those. All right, all right. I'm sorry, everybody. Let's Can you buy on. pints of berries? Does it look like yeah. they're yeah, little yeah, green yeah. things? Yeah. yeah, we'll just get a pint. Yeah. Wait, how much did you say a peck was? I didn't say a, a Co- peck. Two copper. All right. We might as well just get a shit. Like, <laughs> no, no, it's two copper for the court. Oh, uh, okay. Wait, guys, I want to lay, lay down some bushel knowledge on you. A bushel of apples typically holds 125 apples. Yeah, that ain't bad. That's enough to make 15 pies, and if you eat one apple a day, a bushel will last you for three months. But That's it, a crap ton of apples. It will get more. Yeah, but there's no, three of us. It's called only last a month. It's not a crap ton. It's a bushel of apples. Wait, does it say in the definition, after you look up bushel, crap ton? Yes, in parentheses. So same. So, crapton has always meant bushel? Always. Yes. This whole time? Yeah, this mm-hmm. whole time. 
Nine gallons. I've referred to a lot of things as a crap ton that were way more than a crap ton. I want to know if the forest gnome's selling any apples. No, he doesn't have apples. Oh, man. What kind of berries? Yeah, they're good berries and bad berries and, like, mediocre berries. There's, like, blueberries and blackberries and raspberries. Blackberries and raspberries aren't even berries. We all know that. Strawberries? Bananas. Does he have any tomatoes? Watermelons. (laughs) (laughs) Tomatoes. And there's a horse that the cart's, like, still, like... I guess you would detach your horse from your cart and not make your horse wear the cart all day. How frequently do horses lay down? Not often. Don't they sleep standing up? No. I think they can. Whoa, whoa. To achieve REM, they have to be lying down. Boom. Now who was right? So maybe they take cat naps standing up, but then when they like sleep, sleep. Then they, when they do horse naps, they lay down. Yeah. Okay. Wait, do cows need to be laying down to get REM? Yeah. It says on average, horses spend two to four hours lying down. Those lazy bastards. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Have you heard of people? The laziest bastards of them all? The best kind of people are elves, because they just don't even need to sleep that much. They just <laughs> meditate. And they're not lazy, and they can see past the horizon with their elf eyes. Wait, how come elves who meditate for four hours are not lazy, but horses who sleep for two to four hours are lazy? Because they don't have to lay down to meditate. And they don't oh, okay. even sleep. It's only based on how long you lay down, not based on how long you sleep. <laughs> that makes sense. I'm starting to get that. So if you sleep standing up for 23 hours in a day, not lazy. Yeah, but if you're like doing your job, like if you're like a mechanic that works under like a truck, but you do it for 24 hours in a row. Hello, good master farmer. Fimbodello? I assume that you're Fimbodello himself. Did I say that this is a forest gnome yet? Yes. That's why I said, aww, because he was depicted with like a farmer hat. You think all gnomes are cute? I really like those hats. Does he have one of those stupid cone hats like David the gnome, or does he have a real hat like a real gnome? No, he's got a straw hat. Yeah, does it have like the straw that like kind of yeah, it's like frilly on the end, the whole way around? Yeah, yeah. One strap of his overalls on. Yep. Or like one of those hay stalks in his mouth. See, like I think that's cute. Hay in mouth. It's in my notes. I can see it on your notes past your screen. What are you looking at my notes for? We hail him from the road. Hello, Master Farmer. Oh, hello there, travelers. Would you like to buy some fine fruit picked fresh this morning? Absolutely. Yeah, Yeah, man. What do you recommend is the best treat for horses? Hey. Hey what, man? What about fruit treat? You don't waste fruit on horses. Horses like apples. The last horse that I spoke to, guys, told me that they like apples. Well, what does Valerie like? I don't know. Do you want me to ask? I approach our horse. Okay. I scratch it behind the ears a little. I'm like, hey, do you want some fruit? This is the thing you do. You can like naturally talk to animals. Yeah. I can't. I don't have the book. Do you want me to t- read it to the audience? Yeah, read it. All right. It says in the Fearbolg section, speech of beast and leaf. And if you want to know more, I'm in the Volo's Guide to Monsters book. Page 107. You have the ability to communicate in a limited manner with beasts and plants. They can understand the meaning of your words, though you have no special ability to understand them in return. You have advantage on all charisma checks you make to influence them. I roll a charisma check with advantage. What kind? Like an animal handling check? No, just a charisma check. Would you freaking listen? What are you trying to do? I got a 24 on scratching the horse behind the ears and saying, hey, you want some fruit? All right. But I can't, it can't communicate back to me in any way that I understand. Yeah, like, uh, nays or whatever. What's that? No, what do you call the noise whenever a horse goes like, (laughs) I think he wants some fruit, guys. All right. I feel like while this is happening, Old Raj has just purchased one quart of each of the three berries for sale, which were, I believe, blueberries, blackberries, and raspberries. And then I said, thank you. And then we just kept going. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, my guy would just like want to talk to the horse anyways. You're probably talking to the horse the whole time. Yeah. Um, before we leave the farmer stand, I just want to ask him, hey, Mr. Fimbledello, can you tell us what the next town is on the road the, this way that we're heading? Oh, yeah. We're, uh, you're only like a mile away from Bakersfield. Okay. Thank you. Sure. And then you travel a little farther up the road and you see a giant sign that says, 
Welcome to Bakersfield. Is my character the only one that can read it because it's giant? The sign's giant. The text is in common. I mean, in Inganalian. Does it have like a subtitle? Like, you know how like some cities are like City of Angels or... Yeah, it says Bakersfield. You won't find no bakers here. I used to be infested with bakers until this guy with this pipe played it and scared off all the bakers. Now there are no bakers. Is that something we know from our knowledge of traveling as bards? Or is that all on the sign? There's like a picture of like bakers running away from a dude playing like a straight flute with like a bell on the end. Yeah, Yeah, a fluted flute. So you would say that this is like an anti-pied piper because they don't like pies. An anti-pied piper? No? Maybe the reason he drove off the bakers is because he got pied by them. Like a pie-free piper? Pieless piper. I'm trying to help. Sorry. There's also something there with piping because he piped cakes. Oh, yeah. He wanted to be the only baker, but then when he died, there were no bakers left. You got to take an apprentice. I always say that. Let's rock and roll. Let's get in there. All right. And then you walk into the town. It's a pretty small town. It's not like a, a huge city or anything. It actually looks almost more like a somewhat of an outpost because there doesn't seem to be a ton of dwellings around. And there's mostly just like a couple buildings that look like they're shops of some sort. They all have this like log cabin aesthetic. Yeah. Is there a wall with sharpened? Um, it's just all these vertical logs that are planted in the ground. No. Is there any kind of protection around the town? No. Is it just forest? Yeah, you're just surrounded by the woods, and there's just like some log cabins on the road. It says, welcome to Bakersfield. Is there anybody on the streets? Or like any signs? Yeah, there are lots of signs, and there are people on the streets. The first thing you notice is this shop that has this extremely large antenna sticking off the top of it. There's a sign that says... Model Lilkin's Magical Music Matrices, which I think is the plural of Matrix. Model Elkin? Model Ikins. Model Ikins. Okay, so which one is the... I wrote Model Lilkins from the first one. I know, you I got Mana. Model Lilkins. Give it a couple more tries and say And when you say it three times in a row the same, we'll write Model Lilkins. Keep going. Model Lilkins. Modelikens magical music matrices. Modelikens. Uh, hey guys, I think we should check that place out. Seems like our kind of place. And there's a sign on the front that says, Come sing in a can, 50 gold. Yeah, man, let's go. Let's go in there. Let's sounds, go. Sounds good. All right, as you're about to get there, this forest gnome opens the door and walks out. And he's wearing these huge headphones that are, like, arguably too large for his head that have, like, a wire sticking out of the top of them that droops a little bit. We get out of his way. No, he, like, steps out of the door and, like, stands there. He left the door ajar. It looks like he's just, like, grabbing some fresh air real quick. I'm going to wave at him. I'm going to make very little sound with my mouth, and I'm going to pantomime, like, hello... Uh, weed, and I'm going to point motion with my hands at my body and us in general, and I'm going to say, like, to go in, and I'm going to point in past him like he can't hear me because of the headphones. How do you pantomime would like to? Oh, you're right. It's more just like I point at us with open hands, and then with, like, a knife hand from karate, I point it past him through the door. I'm sorry, I said knife. I meant spear hand. What's the difference between a knife hand and a spear hand? Well, a knife is short, and a spear is on a long stick. Yeah, the hand shape is the same, but the way you move is, like, one's like a karate chop, and one's like a thrust. Which one's a chop, and which one's a thrust? The knife is the chop, and the spear is the thrust. Do you know that you can thrust with a knife? I'm not, I I didn't make up the terms. How do you know all of this? I know karate. You do? Dude, he took karate. Does Raj know karate? No, but Raj, not the one Raj just does the, the action. This gnome waving is like, oh, well, hello there, folk. Hey, man. Does he still have his headphones on? Yeah. I wave. Hello. He's like, oh, hey there, big guy. Hey, man. Can you hear us? Oh, yeah. Hello. Hi, how's it going? We're new in town. All right. What happens in this building? We magically record songs for people to listen to later on these these here points at his head. These here are artificed headphones here for listening to music. 
Oh, that's sweet, man. What are you listening to now? He's like, oh, I'm listening to some Death Knife for Cutie. It's the new thing. It's rocking. All the kids love it. We are a band. I kind of like tap staff on the shoulder. Raj, sorry. I tap Raj on the shoulder and I like motion like, shh. So he can hear us. You think he can hear us? Yeah, man. All right. You guys are a band? Yeah, we're, yeah, we're a band. What's that? Uh, we're a band. We're called Death Lancer. Death Lancer? All nope, right. That's not right. What are we called? <laughs> Dream. I thought we were called Death Lancer. I think you're right, buddy. Let's take a vote. All right. All in favor of Death Lancer, say aye. Aye. All in favor of Dream Lancer, say aye. 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 Did you say aye or aye? We said aye. We were doing an internal vote. We're actually called Dream Lancer. Oh, Death Lancer. Yeah. can Can we get inside to record? How's that work? Oh, yeah. I record... Songs for bands all the time here. It's what we do. Are you busy now? Oh, no. See, that's the thing. My shipment of matrices didn't come in, so can't do any recording until I find my shipment. Is it late? Yeah, I was supposed to be here yesterday. That god dang postal service, I'll tell you. That's a good Private band. contractors. Related, though. Is the postal service related <laughs> to Death like Cat for Cutie? the same guy. What do we need to do? So when will these matrices come in? Oh, uh, should be any time. I'm just waiting for them. They should uh, should have been here already. Maybe, you know, sometimes, you know, the road. Sometimes things get held up. By bandits? Yeah, sometimes that too. Are you Model Aiken? Oh, yeah. Model Aiken. Oh, cool. Model Aiken. Well, it's really nice to meet you. We're actually, our well, band. What's that? Our band is on tour right now. All right. Um, so maybe we could play a show in town while you're waiting. Death for Lancer. No, Dream, Dream Lancer. Lancer. All right. Is there a place that we could play a show in Bakersfield? Oh, I don't know. I think we mostly revolve around this uh, recording industry. Well, probably I'm the only one that thinks that the recording industry is the most important part of the town because I own it. So what does the rest of the town do if there's no bakers here? They sell stuff. Any particular industries? Tourism? There's some tourism. There's actually an adventure maze. Ooh. Uh, Let's go there. What's the uh, What's the main cuisine? Like stew? Pasta. Yeah. Oh, pasta. That's a good... Yeah. Because you don't have to bake You don't have that, to right? bake pasta. Yeah, that's a good call. Wait, yeah, but you have to bake bread to go with the stew. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Stew's probably not popular. Sushi? Are we close to the ocean? No. I hope it's not sushi. Why? Your character's a cat. Oh, we like gross. Oh, because we're far. Yeah. Yeah, it's like eating sushi in Pittsburgh. No, we got three rivers, baby. Boom, boom, boom. Ever hear of Woolies? Um, hey, man. What? He said, hey, man. Oh, uh, hey, man. Hey, man. Is there another road out of this town that isn't this one that we just came in on? Yes, yeah, it just keeps going all the way down to Centerville. Which way does your shipment come in from? It should be coming up here from Augustown. All right, cool. Is there an inn somewhere that we can stay? Oh, yeah. Talgatha's Tavern's right up there. Do they have food and beer there, too? What? Do they have food and beer there also? Oh, yeah. Great. I think we should go get a room for the night then, Yeah, guys. I think we should go there and see if we can find out more from someone who's not deaf. Well, he's not deaf. You know what I mean? Someone who can hear us. Thanks, Model Aiken. We'll see you later. Thanks, man. Bye, Model Aiken. We'll come back to record when your shipment comes in. Okay, we'll see you, Death Lancer. It's Dream. It's Dream. Never mind. All right, we head up through the town some more. All right, you're going to the tavern? Yeah. All right, so you pass Fibonizer's Fine Furs, and you pass this little, like, um stand it's like a tiki hut kiosk kind of looking thing that just says mine and kaiser's mystical maze adventures looks like an information board that has like a roof above it it's like just a couple poles it's not like a building it's like a A stand yeah but there's like a counter in front of it so it's like a kiosk it's like when you rent a boat for the river there's just like a shack that you go to to like pay yeah but there's like a board behind it that has like this stuff but it's closed you assume if they opened it up there'd be information you pass up Orkin Myers Casket Service. That building has like a smaller front building, but then like a larger back building that has like a larger door for like horses and 
carriages to go into kind of thing. Is it cask and service? Casket. Like, for bodies that you're burying. And then you come to Talgatha's Tavern, one of the largest buildings you can see right now. For these alliterative names, did they decide, oh, I have to have a business that begins with the same letter as my name? Or did they change their name so that it matched the business that they started? They're all coincidences. Total coincidence. Complete coincidence. Yep. Maybe mine and Kaiser's mystical maze adventures, he added the mystical because it works. Okay. What about Fibonizer's fine furs? It used to be called Fibonizer's okay furs, but then they got better. All right, let's go in and get some brewski doodles. All right, we enter the tavern. Behind the bar is a forest gnome. That's wearing an apron, and she's wiping her hands on it as she turns around from the sink, and she goes, Oh, hello, travelers. How can I help you? Hi, my name's Wendy. Oh, hi, Wendy. And these are my bandmates. My name is Togatha. So nice to meet you. Bandmates? Yeah. You guys come to record an album here at a Matrix. We're on tour. Oh, nice. playing shows in different towns trying to get our name out there. Cool. And we're looking for a place to stay tonight. Do you have any rooms available? Yeah, I got rooms. Are we all going to sleep together? One uh, room? Yeah, we can sleep in one room. Let's just get two rooms just to be safe, because uh, big guy over here snores a lot, you know? Mm-hmm, that's true. I do, man? Um. So, yeah, we. what kind of beers do you have? Actually, you address me question, man? I was trying to avoid it because I felt like I could just move past it. Well, I could I, just stop doing it, you know? You can just you choose just, to stop snoring. Yeah, I think you just don't do it. You just try real hard. Well, let's get two rooms, and then if you don't snore tonight, then we will just cancel one for tomorrow if we're still here. Okay, that sounds good. I can put my unseen servant in the room with you and tell it to monitor for snoring. Okay, man. She says, well, uh... So we only have one beer on tap right now. Everything's, we're tapping all these kegs, but we're still waiting on that shipment. So, uh, you know. Wait, you're missing a shipment too? Oh, yeah. I was supposed to be here yesterday. What kind of shipping services do you use? Uh, it's just like this dude. Dude HL. Uh, is this the same guy that ships other things to town too? Like, are there other shipping services or just this guy? So it's just this guy. His name is a Binker. And he. Binker? A Binker. But his name's not a joke, so you don't have to laugh at him. No one laughs at your name. What's your name? Dreamlancer. That's your our name band is Dreamlancer. That's our band name. Oh, all right. Now people probably laugh at that. No, it's a good one. Oh, my name. My name is Raj. Roger Stewart. Nah, people probably do laugh at that too, huh? No, it's a normal name for normal people, except for famous people too. What kind of beer do you have now? Oh, we got some uh, August Town Ale. Leftover. Was that it? That's it. We got four of our kegs are tapped right now. We're normally five taps. All right. Well, we'll we'll take some of that, I think, right? Yeah, man. Do you have any warm milk? Yeah. I would like a bowl of warm milk. Okay. Nothing that comforts me after a long journey like that. Uh, That's one warm milk and two, two ales. Fresh from the goat. She gets you guys two ales and a warm milk. And then we're going to need, I guess we're going to have to wait around for that shipment to come in, because if we want to record with, um... Old recording. Modelaken. 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 If we want to record with Modelaken, then we're going to have to wait till he gets those matrices in the mail. So we might be here a couple days. Hey guys, it's your favorite DM, Ed. Saying thanks for listening to the podcast. Uh, we really appreciate it. We hope you like it. We hope you like the new characters so far. They're pretty fun for us. Uh, make sure you head on over to our Bandcamp and check out all of our albums we have. If you want, you can buy them. If you didn't already get them from being one of our patrons on our Patreon, which you can also go sign up to at patreon.com, except for you have to go to the link from our website, bardicmysterytour.com, because you can't search on Patreon because we have explicit content. So go to our website, bardicmysterytour.com. Go use that to get to our Patreon. Sign up for that. You'll get the albums included when they come out, which album three is about to drop here pretty soon. We're uh, finishing some stuff up. We got to get it sent out. We got a little behind because of coronavirus, but, you know, um, 
also make sure you like us on Facebook and Twitter. We don't really use them very well because we're bad at them because we're all old, but you know, check it out. And also thanks for listening all the time. We really appreciate it. We think that you guys are amazing and we're super happy. We have a ton of fans. So thank you guys so much. And thanks for listening. Let's get back to the show. Uh, Tolgatha. Yeah. Are there any stages or or do you put on any shows here at the tavern that we could perform at, make a little bit of money on our tour? Uh, not really. We don't really do shows. A lot of the musicians that come through here like to record down at uh, Model Likens, but uh, I don't know if there's a ton of like shows that happen here. What's the story with this maze? We saw the booth on our way past. Oh, Mining Kaisers. Like a tourist thing, people come, they want to pretend to be adventurers. It's like a guided tour where you get to like slay monsters and stuff. Have you done it before? No, I'm not very interested in that kind of thing. They have like a kid's maze. If you're in a geology, you can check out the, the caves. Oh, there's caves nearby. And the like next to the maze, that's like part of the same theme. I really kind of, kind of want to see that, guys. Can we go see that? Do they have stalactites and stalagmites? Uh, yeah. How about cave bears? Maybe. What's a cave bear? It's a bear that lives in a cave. Maybe. Or code for a booger. I thought maybe you meant like there was like you a... You could say there's a bear in your cave. That's code. That's the way people don't know what you're talking about. Is this like Kenny was open? Is it like a Pittsburgh thing? I think it's just one professor I had in college. <laughs> I'd never heard that before. Wait, like a professor in college was like, hey, Brayton, you got a cave bear. And you were like, I don't know what you're talking about. No, no, about. no, no. He said... You've got a bear in your cave. And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> he said you're smuggling furries. What? Got a bear in a cave. Okay. All right. So, fellow bandmates, fellow yes. Dreamlancers. Oh, yeah. I what like do that. you guys? Cool. What do you guys want to do? I say we check into our rooms, put down our dumb crap we take don't need. Take a nap? Need. Uh, uh, nap sounds great. Okay, you guys take a nap, and I'll go check on what time the maze place opens. Okay. I just need like five minutes, guys. Yeah, all right. Let's get some rooms. All right, you get some rooms. Am I sleeping with you, Raj? How we're doing this? Yeah, I guess so because I didn't set up my excuse correctly. You should have said you snored. Well, we'll see how the rest of the episode unfolds. All right, so big guy's on his own. How many beds are in my room? Two. Okay, I'm going to push those together so that my- Both of them? Yeah. Are they forest gnome-sized beds? Yeah. No, they're- uh human-sized beds. Okay. Oh, I meant to ask that. Has everybody that we've seen in the town so far been a forest gnome? Like the people walking on yep. the streets? Oh, no, no. No. Okay, just the people we've interacted with. Yeah. Uh, most of the people on the streets are forest gnomes. Do many of the doors have... They're like Dutch doors. What's a Dutch door? It's like the top and bottom are separate. Oh. Yeah, but like the Dutch part is only like a third of the door. <laughs> all right, while all the lazy people are taking a nap... I'm going to go to the Tiki Hut. Mining Kaiser's Mystical Maze Adventures. Okay. Is there a sign that says what time they open? No. It looks like there would be like four panels of signs, but the two outer ones are like doors that shut and cover the two inner ones. So it looks like there's information that you just can't see right now. I, I open them. Okay, there is like a padlock on it. I look around. Are there a lot of people? Not really. All right, I'm going to get out my thieves' tools. I'm going to pick the lock. All right. I'm proficient in them. Okay. Add your proficiency modifier. Bonus. I want to state for the record that only two of us have dice, and Brayton is not allowed to touch my dice. So is it only going to touch mine? That's not very nice. Eight. All right, you fidget with the lock for a little bit, and you don't seem to be able to get it open. All right, I leave it. I look around. Is there anybody who looks like they know about this place? You'd think they'd have open hours on the outside of the information. Seriously, You see a passerby. I wave them down. They wave at you, and they smile, and they continue to walk. No, no, I, like, chase them down. I run up to them. Oh, they seem startled and a bit apprehensive. Hey, um, do you know what time this maze thing opens, opens up? Uh, he's usually open pretty early, and then, uh... You know, I don't know. Sometimes he closes if he has, like, uh, people to take to the maze or something, or... Okay, uh, do you have, like, a piece of paper and a and a pen or something? Uh, nope. Okay. Uh, well, thanks. Is it... Oh, hey, is it fun? 
Uh, yeah. I took my kids there once. Oh, yeah. That's cool. All right. Uh, thanks for your help. Okay. And then I, I go back to the tavern. Okay. Your five-minute nap is up. Unless a five-minute nap is actually like two and a half hours, like, like it is for me. I stretch and do a big yawn to show all my teeth. <sighs> oh, hey, guys. Hey, guys. That, uh, that place is not open right now, but they, they don't want business because they didn't put hours of operation on it. And they didn't tell anybody in the area, but this guy that was walking past said that if we check back later, they might be there. We're not sure. Did you find out which way the maze is? Uh, no, nope. There was no information. And they have a really good lock on it, too. I assume we're in the hallway, like, talking, right? Because I came out. Or else we're all in the same room. Oh, I just assumed that we had conjoined rooms. You think there are conjoined rooms? At Talgatha's Tavern? Oh, is it like, it's just, they're conjoined, but it's just like a pocket top half of a door between them. So you can't get through. So if your horse is in the other room, you can still <laughs> feed it. Yeah. Where's our horse? I just left it outside, I guess. <laughs> oh, we should uh, put it in the room. We should get a room for the horse. Wait, are we upstairs? Yeah. Well, it's like the old saying. It breaks goes. its leg, you have to put it down. You can no. lead a horse to stairs, but you can't make it climb. Not Valerie. All right, let's go downstairs and find something to do. I'd like to go to Fibonizer's Fine Furs. I'd like to stage a protest, actually. Wow. Well, we're going to talk to them about what kind of furs they have first. If it's just kind of like vermin or beavers, yeah, that's fine. Have, say they have human furs. No. We're against that. I'm actually okay with that. I'm not okay with that because it's not fur. You wouldn't consider that fur, you'd consider that leather. Uh-uh, what? not if you don't treat it for leather. What if it's just like a nice scalp? Yeah, you don't shave any of the hair off of it. I was going to say, what about Brayton's back? Never saw it. Brayton, take your hey shirt yo. off. Not today, baby. You go to Fibonizer's Fine Furs. I'd like to uh, do a perception check. A fur check? That's a joke for everyone that went to Northgate High School. No, I want to do a perception check to see if I can tell what kind of furs they're selling. Uh, uh, sure, roll a perception check. He touched that die. He touched it. You're cursed. You rolled a one on your perception check. I rolled a one. Well, what'd you uh, add to it? It's four. You know what? That's enough to tell what kind of furs they have. They're selling like some otter furs and mink furs. And what kind of furs are there? Moose? Bear. Moose furs? They're not selling any moose furs. Deer. They might have like a bear like rug. A bear-like rug or a bear rug? There's a couple raccoon furs. Some centaur fur. So you can make hats. Squirrels? No centaur furs. Dragon mm. fur. Are, do squirrel furs have value? Yeah, you can like put them on a hat, right? If you get a lot of them. Or it's a children's hat. For a child forest gnome, yeah. Also, there's a forest gnome covered in fur clothing. Like, oh. everything he is wearing is fur. I say, hello, fine sir. Oh, hello, valued customer. I'm Fibonizer. I'm Wendy. These are my bandmates. Hello. Hi. Oh, hey, man. Can I interest you in some fine furs? Finest furs in Bakersfield? My friend here doesn't need any of your furs, man. You can always use another fur. What about a fur pouch? Carry yeah. your furs in. Yeah, I'll take one. Do you have any would be nice for my mother? Yeah. She's a fine lady of high fashion. Yeah. It's actually kind of middle fashion. You want this sweet skunk fur pouch? It doesn't smell bad. It just looks cool. I guess I'll take it. How much is it? Uh, like 13 silver. Jeez, I'll take it. Is there a tailor in this town? Probably. I'd just like to note that Brayton never paid for the berries. Uh, if that's true, you're about to have a reckoning. He was like, I bought them, but then he never made for them. We also didn't really pay for those What's beers. up, Narc? Am I going to have to start tracking your money? Fucking Nora didn't pay for the hotel. Yeah, you pay whenever you check out. That's how that works, right? Yeah, they have to know if you destroyed the room or not. Yeah, so you pay at the end. They take your gold purse, but they don't open it and look inside <laughs> it. They just hold on to it until you check out. Why do people listen to this podcast?
Okay, cool. Well, good doing business with you. Yeah, sorry I'm a little low on stock. Uh, was expecting more product to come in today. Well, yesterday, but... We've heard that same story from others. Other towns. Uh, not towns. Other towns? No, 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 no. Towns folk. How many stars would you give Dude HL shipping? Out of five. A banker's usually pretty reliable. I don't know if he's ever been late before. Very interesting. Hope he didn't meet any ill fate. Do you know which uh, road he comes in on, man? Like, should we go check on him, or...? Um, if you want to. Which road does he come in on? Uh, Bakersfield Road. Like, from Augustown? Yeah. Well, we didn't see anything. He doesn't sell fruit on the side of the road, does he? No. Do you know of someone that sells fruit? Someone named Fimbledello? Yeah, Fimbledello. Is he trustworthy? I guess. He, like, wanders in the woods and finds berries and sells them on the side of the road like he's a farmer. If you needed, desperately, someone to watch your very young child, your baby, would you trust him with your child? I don't know him that well. Do you have a baby? No. So we can't even trust your opinion. It's one of those things, like, once you have kids, you'll understand. Yeah. Yeah. I got, like, a hundred kids. I didn't know that about you, Raj. I'm just acting a little bit. <clears throat> well, thanks for your time. Can you tell us which way the maze is? Oh, yeah, it's like back in the woods, like this way, kind of. There's a path that goes from his like little kiosk. How long do you think it would take to get there if we walk? Oh, like 15 minutes or something like that, you know. All right, thanks, sir. Okay. Have a good one. All right. Hey, which way do you think we should go for the tailor? To find the tailor. Oh, Tim Tello's tailor shop. Tim the Toolman Taylor's shop. Sounds a lot like Fimbledello to me. Another alliterative business. He's right across the street over there. Oh, thanks. Surprised you didn't read the sign on the way in town. I'm not big on reading if I don't have to. I hear you. Because I'm a rock star. We yeah. memorize our songs. We don't read stupid staff notation. Yeah. Anybody who can read a staff notation is a nerd. Like I always said, everything named staff is stupid. Yeah, we all agree. All right, anyway, good intimate conversation, and we'll talk to you later. Okay, do you leave? I head out first. All right, when you go outside, you see in front of Model Icon's magical music matrices a, an entirely black carriage with two black horses. And you see Model Icon talking to a lady with blue skin and silver hair that has uh, tattoos on her one arm. And she, she has kind of fins for person? ears. She's not a fish person. She's a triton. That's the word. Is she that lady from Death Saves? Her name is Sally Shitstain. Yeah. She's got knee-high boots with big leather straps on them. What did she play? I don't know if you uh, you watched them play. She played the bass. So I definitely watched her play. Because like, that's the yeah. part of the show that I watch. And she rocked super hard, by the way. We still won, though, so. Hey. <laughs> Barely. Big guy, why don't you go and see if we can book a tour? I gotta run into the tailor shop real quick. All right, I'll do it. I'll go with you. Thanks, man. All right, I head over towards uh, the carriage and the person I recognize. Okay. You see uh, Model Legends like, oh, hey, there, there. That's who I was talking about. Sally Shitstain gives you kind of like a side-eye glare. I'm like, hey, man. She's like, fancy meeting you here in Bakersfield. Uh, we're just traveling through town, you know, looking, looking for shows. Yeah, we came up because we're going to record an album here with, uh, Model Icon's Magical Music Matrices. Yeah, we found out about that. We thought about doing that, too. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we could do a collaboration. Yeah, we could do, like, a split EP. Yeah, maybe. But he told us that if we can find the matrices that are missing, then he's going to give us a free recording session. All right. Is that up for grabs for anyone? Like, if anybody finds them, they get a free recording session? Model Icon goes, oh, yeah, that's uh, sure. All right. Well, I mean, like, we'll help. If you want help, we maybe can uh, work together. I don't know. We already got a crew. All right. Model Icon, what prompted you to issue this challenge? What? <laughs> what prompted you to issue this challenge? Well, I need those matrices if I'm going to stay in business. And I should have had them yesterday. Oh, I got a whole crew of people lined up looking for recordings, and I can't get any business done. 
All right. Well, I'll try and help you out too, man. What? I flash him like the peace sign, but like it's three fingers here and I like walk away. What? It's like a W? Yeah. It's the Wee sign. Is the rest of Death Saves in the black carriage? Probably. There's, it says Death Saves on the side. Huge. Wouldn't that be information that you gave us? When- it was painted on the side you couldn't see. Oh, okay. Why would they only paint it on one side? Because they ran out of paint. I don't know. Well, cool bass playing in the show the other day. Thanks. You did pretty well. Yeah, we won. That was pretty neat. All right, bye. And I walk away. Hey, um, I have something I wanted to talk to you about privately. Can you come over here for a second? You mean not in front of Mata Lycan? Yeah. All right. And when she comes over, I'm like, listen, I didn't want to say this in front of Mata Lycan because we want to get that free recording session, but we already found the matrices. So it's not even worth your time to look for them. Oh, well, then we brought enough money to buy one. So just give them to them and we'll just pay them for our recording session. Yeah, we will. We just we have some touristy stuff. Who cares about a free session anyway? When you're rock stars like we are, right? Well, we're still getting started, you know. Oh, this is our first tour. Okay. And good musicians prop each other up, you know. Yeah. Prop up other good musicians, maybe. Yeah, the rising tide lifts all boats. Sally. What are you talking about, man? Now you sound I, like, like big back, guy. I walk back over and I'm like, hey, man, leave my friend alone. She's the one who wanted to talk to me over here beside the horses instead of by model lichen about like, boats. I'm just really surprised I didn't have to do a deception check for that. I was going to do one. Oh, yeah. Roll a deception check. 13. All right. I'm ready to leave this conversation. Did I deceive her? Does she believe me? You don't know. All right, we're like, bye, Sally. All right, see you later, death waves. I think we should go wait outside the tailor shop, Will. You probably don't have Raj to. does whatever he's doing. All right, Raj, you go to a tailor. You walk in, there's a forest gnome wearing a leather apron. This feels a little bit like the maze in Zork. Your descriptions are all, they all start the same. You walk in and you see a forest gnome. You walk in and you see a forest gnome. Have you never played D&D with me before? Usually it's not always the same. Usually they're all different. They are all different. I know, but like you describe them the same way by just calling them forest gnomes and that's it. Yeah, but this episode. I guess except for for the one in the fur place he was covered in from head to toe in fur. Wait, and Tagatha Tagatha had an apron that she was washing her hands on and Model Lycan had the headphones and Fimbledello has the farmer's hat. Um, I think it's odd that you're wearing a leather apron and you're a tailor. I mean, I don't say that. That's just something I think. Yeah, what does a tailor wear? Like a shirt? Probably like a measuring tape over uh, his yeah, neck. Yeah, it's like a like a tie. It's not tied, but it's a measuring tape. They always wear waistcoats for some reason. What's and a waistcoat? Like a wristband with like a pin cushion. It's like a vest. Goes to your waist. It's waist long. All right, that's what he's wearing. And like uh, has pins in his mouth. I greet him and I say, hello. Oh, hey, how's it going there? Hey, I'm looking for a modest dress as a present for my mother. Do you have any in stock? Actually, not a dress. A nice blouse and a skirt, like a like a past-the-knee skirt. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I got some of this over here. He takes the pins out of his mouth. Which ones are? do you think are the best value? Uh, probably this set of clothing that will be five gold for the whole set of clothing. All right. Well, can you, just, can you describe it? Is there like a floral print on the skirt? Yep. And then it's like a white blouse, or yep. maybe like a light blue blouse. Or like a light yellow. Oh, it's like a light yellow blouse, but the skirt is light blue with a floral print. Yeah, and it comes with one of those hats that has a ribbon on it. It has like the rounded top. It comes with a hat? Yeah. Awesome. I'll take it. How much is it? 15 gold. What did I say earlier? 10. 10 gold. Was it 15? I don't remember. I think 5 gold is what you said. It's really important to track your money in D&D. And you have to be accurate and precise. All right, I'm paying 10 gold because that's what you last said. Okay. 15. All right, thank you so much. Uh, can I get it like wrapped up in a bag? Uh, what about this gift box? Perfect. You got like a box. It's like a one cubic foot, and it's one foot on each side. All right, I put it in there, and then I put it in my backpack. But the hat doesn't fit because it's bigger than that. Oh, no. Is it like a crushable hat? Yeah. All right. Well, what kind of hat? It's like a cloth cap. Oh, you want it to be like one of those, like just uh, like a bonnet. No, no, a brim. It's just like the like, like twenties person hat. 
Oh yeah, it looks like a like an upside down flower pot, but it's rounded. Yeah, there we go. Like a felt one. Like a cloche. Like that lady from uh, King Kong was wearing. How do you spell cloche? C l o c h e. Oh, you mean cloche? No, it's a cloche. You were cloche though. Good try. Oh, a cloche is like the thing you cover dinner up to be fancy, but then like a cloche hat. Oh, like the plate with the like rounded thing with a knob on the top. Yeah. Wow, Nora, you're very worldly. Yes, like a cloche, but like the hat, not for food. Is that what it's like? Yeah. I, I also put that in my bag. Then I go out and I meet up with my crew. They happen to be walking to the tailor right now. Oh, hey, man. What'd you get at the tailor shop? Oh, nothing. They didn't have anything. You're literally holding a box, though? No, I put it in my backpack specifically so you couldn't see. And we had a whole discussion about cloches so that I could hide the hat from you. Is uh your backpack that big? Yeah. A cubic foot's like a foot by a foot by a foot. All right. Well, tell me this. Do I have the ability to put it in my backpack? I don't think it fits in a backpack, dude. Then I got to reverse time. All right, go back. Turn back time. Also, do you have any nice, like a manly blouse with loose, baggy sleeves with frilly things on the ends of the sleeves? Cuffs. Oh, yeah, we got tons. All right, I'll take one of those that looks especially stylish. All right, it's two and a half gold. All right, I get that also, and I put that on top of the box. So I want to get like a piece of paper, like you know how they put that tissue paper in? So I fold that around the ladies' clothes, and then I put a new piece down, and then I put the shirt on top of that, and then close it. Like, the shirt's the only thing that's in the box, with a false bottom, kind of. And then I leave with the box in hand. Hey, Raj, what'd you get at the tailor shop? Oh, I got a new shirt. Oh, sick, dude. I thought this one was getting a little dusty. Can I see it? Yeah, and I open the top of the box, and I show the top shirt. And not the things underneath it. And I want to roll and see if I'm smart enough to realize that that box should have more items in it for how deep it is. Well, it does clearly have something in the bottom to make it so that it looks fuller than... Yeah, go ahead. Roll a perception check. All right. I'm going to use my sleight of hand check then. What'd you get? 18. I got a 7. You can clearly tell that there's uh, something in the box to make it so that the box looks... Fuller, so that the shirt is near the front of it, so it's not just this giant empty box. Probably just filler for a presentation, though. What's with the... Did he, like, run out of small boxes or something? Yeah, actually, can we stop... Well, I'm just going to run back to the hotel and put this in there, because this is the smallest box he had, so it's kind of cumbersome to carry around. All right. All right, I'll meet you guys back here real quick. Okay, bye. Then I run to the hotel. (laughs) Okay. You want to go to the maze without him? Is the fear bowl gone to staff's ploy? Where is the delivery of the matrices and its courier, a binker? Will Deathlancer be able to solve the mystery before death saves? And why is the maze kiosk closed? Find out next time on Bardic Mystery Tour. It's the Bardic Mystery Tour. There's only one thing we implore. Tell all your friends and they'll tell more. Sheriff, cause we're kicking indoors. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com. Bardic Mystery Tour is recorded at Looking for Group Pittsburgh. Looking for Group Pittsburgh is a land center in the Brookline neighborhood of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. If you're in the area, stop by for games, co-working, or events. Find more information or schedule your next party at lfgpgh.com. Why are they called Dutch Doors?
Oh, they, they have them. make them in the Netherlands. Yeah. Oh, really? Like, why? I don't know if that's true or not. That could be a lie. It's one of their things, like wooden shoes. It's so you can open the top half and lean on it and be like, "What's up, there, neighbor? I'm gonna sell you something." But like, you don't have to open your whole door to sell something. You can just buy things from the street. I mean, I understand the purpose of it. I just wondered if there's a reason. What they were for? I just wondered if there's a reason why they were called Dutch doors. Like, why did they originate? Because in the Dutch the don't trust anyone, and they don't let them in their house. Or the I don't think business. that's true. Like the person that I met from the Netherlands was really nice and welcoming. You got to base a whole and nationality whole of people really on one person. All right, so kind hear me out. Warm and cozy. Hear me out. The wooden clogs are because it was really muddy. Okay, so maybe they had a lot of flooding, and it, so like if they could only open the top, it would keep like mud and like water from coming in the house. Maybe they didn't want people to bring their muddy clogs in their in their house. That's the so place with all the, the dikes, there. right? The like they have oh, the holes in. That's where that dikes. story came from. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. Am I wrong? No, you're right, but I, it's not. The doors don't stop water from coming in. I mean, in. I figured they didn't stop water, but they, they stop, stop some of it. They stop mud. animals from coming in and children from going out, as I just read on the internet. And they're very popular in the Netherlands in the 17th century. Because they have a lot of small animals. That but come since in. then, they got rid of all their animals and kids. <laughs> I wonder why they didn't just use windows, though. Because you can't walk out of a window. That sounds stupid. Yeah, but you could just have a window that you Next open. to your door? Yeah. I don't know. I'm really into these doors. Last I'm excited Let's that get they you exist. one. We can get you one for this house right I now. I also like pocket doors. I really like those. Yeah, what about a Dutch pocket door? I'm in. I want that. I think all you right, can make we'll it so that one. if the bottom half slides in, the top half also does. But then you also, the only thing you need is that the top has to be able to slide in without the bottom. Wait, I also really like saloon doors. I just want you to know that all of the doors that I like. A Dutch saloon door. <laughs> I do. I it's want- like four pieces. <laughs> <laughs> all swing separately. Very confusing. You just get ball tapped every time you want. <laughs> this is the worst setup for doors. Well, what if it's more like. How saloon doors are next to each other and they're on those like swing both ways kind of things. Mm. But it's a top and bottom that swing both ways. Oh. oh. So it's only two pieces, but it's a top and bottom. It's like the worst of both. <laughs> so it swings back and smacks does you the, in the face. Does you can't bo- stop it with your foot. It's just like, oh my God, my face. Does the bottom go all the way to the bottom of the door frame or is it just like saloon door height? <laughs> it's like a foot tall and they expand the entire doorway. They don't keep small. They don't keep like animals out. They don't. They, <laughs> they don't keep children. Then children in. can just open the bottom of it. Do all Dutch doors have a shelf on the bottom half of it so that you can set things on it? I don't think they have to, but I feel like why wouldn't? They? Why wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> I need to complain. Wait, who's always mad about stairs? Because I think season two should just be all about doors. Season two well, or season I mean, two's done, season baby. Four. <laughs> Whatever season we're on. I don't remember what we're doing. We're finding we're out. We're enough, which I need to do yeah, in you're real life, too. Are we going to take a quick break and get some of those brewski doodles? Yeah, yeah. I want a brewski. All right, let's say we go take a nap. Okay.